0: Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Into thy presence we come, Lord, not by the way of the flesh, not by the way of the lower nature, but by the crucified man, by the surrendered man, by the one who seeks God with all of his heart by the way of the blood of Jesus, by the way with the everlasting hope that never disappoints because of the love of God that's been poured about in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Spirit, by the power of faith, by the power of Your Word, by the name of Jesus, we approach You, Lord, and we call upon You today that You fill this building that you fill this building, that you touch these people, for these people are part of the kingdom of God. They are yours. We are yours. We are your servants. We serve you. You're the living God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Yes, God of Moses. God in the name of the mighty one, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the Lord God Almighty, blessed be the name of the Lord. From generation to generation, through thousands of years, you've shown your hand in a mighty way, in a glorious way. Through thousands of years, you've endured. And you said, "Lo, I'm with you even till the end of the age. Here we are at the end of the age. And our eyes are upon heaven because you are the one Who's always with us. We thank you tonight. Holy Spirit, fill this auditorium, this church tonight. With the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Take your people to the next level of commitment, of the experience of God. The next level of spiritual growth. The next level of empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Signs, wonders, miracles all the time. In Jesus' name, we decree, we prophesy, we speak it out. There will be signs, there will be miracles, there will be breakthroughs, there will be many breakthroughs. In Jesus' name, hallelujah! God bless you. Take your seats. Thank you very much, everybody. It's a week beginning tonight till next Sunday night of high commitment of holiness unto the Lord, extreme consecration, seven days that we will set ourselves aside. And in these seven days that we are together with God, we all pray that God would give us a breakthrough that God would give us an answer to prayers, that the Lord would open up doors of opportunities of people that have to move to another dimension or another work or another thing, that they will find themselves in the place where the doors will be opened. Favor will be there. The Lord God Almighty will be there. The holy angels will be given charge concerning them. It is a time, Lord, when people are standing in the faith concerning their physical bodies. as so I look out over the people. I don't know how many people have got some form of malady, some form of affliction, sickness, disease, infirmity. But this is the time, Lord, that people will be healed. Here in the house of God, healing is manifest because you said in your word through your prophet Jeremiah, I will give it health, I will give it health and the healing. I will heal your body and I will restore your fortunes. And if you heed all the commandments of the Lord your God, this hour, this late hour, to do them, to observe, to commit, to be faithful, to be into a commitment with God in the word, in prayer, loving sacrifices, completely yielded to God. We know tonight in Jesus Christ's name that, Lord, you will heal. For you said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. And you will provide, for you are the Lord, our provider. Yahweh Yireh. And so, Father, we thank you tonight in Jesus' name that financial burdens will be broken, that our people because of their obedience, because again tonight they've been giving to you, that because of their obedience, doors will be opened, elevation will come to a new level, that they will have financial elevation. They'll be lifted up to a better quality of life this year. Lord, we do not look at the world, neither the arm of flesh, nor the politicians of this world, nor anybody else except to Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You take us through. You're with us. You said, I am with you even till the end of the age. You're with us in every storm. You take us through the stormy waters, through the rivers, through the fire. You're there all the time for us. And we are here for you. So do in our lives as you please. As you heal families that have need of restoration. Lord, children and parents, parents and children, children and children, other family members, that you bring about unity and commitment and salvation to our households, all those that we love, that you restore marriages in this time. This is the time that we give you the time to work on our marriages. This is the time that we give you the time to work on our finances. This is the time that we give you time this week to work on our health and our healing. We receive only that which comes from the Almighty God. Out of your hand, the blessing is poured forth. We thank you, Lion of the tribe of Judah, Jesus of Nazareth. Glory be to God the Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit, by the blood of the everlasting covenant, in Jesus' name. Now give Jesus a praise offering, everybody. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. We take authority and we put on the full armor of God. We clothe ourselves with the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness. We go to our loins for the truth and shut our bare feet for the preparation of the gospel of peace. We take up the shield of faith wherewith we quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. At the sword of the spirit of the word of God, we decree that we are in Christ, hidden in God, sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, washed in the blood of Jesus. And now that we are accepted, either beloved, as the soldiers and the warriors of God. We take authority over the principalities, the powers of the rulers and the doctors of this age and the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavens. All the spirits of evil, witchcraft, divination, sorcery, Satanism, occultism, idolatry, every spirit that worketh a curse. In fact, every curse also. And we break it in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that has come against the body of Christ now in this nation. Hallelujah. We pray over our parliament. We pray over our people that are in government seats that they would have wisdom of God and bring us out of the captivity of this ESCOM debacle. We pray in Jesus' name for wisdom, for revelation, for guidance of the Holy Spirit that, Lord, we would all move into a better year than we all expected. Give the Lord a praise offering, everybody. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Good to see all the people here in the house of the Lord. It's always good to be with you. And this is the time of extreme devotion to God. For me, I take it very, very, very serious this week. Well, in fact, the whole fast. And um, I want to go to Matthew chapter number 11. And I want to go to 11. Now, we see here how John the Baptist is going around and he's preaching the baptism of repentance. We've had a lot of people baptized more than 100 people, well over 100 people now, over this last two, three weeks here at the church. And uh, here the Lord is talking about a specific situation and he says here, "'Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, "'there is not risen one greater than John the Baptist, But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The context, the discussion point is John the Baptist and he comes in the spirit of Elijah. He's confrontational against all those things that are wrong. He takes on the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. He takes on all the religious community. He goes out, there's no no compromise. He's, He's confronting Everything that is wrong to the very root thereof. And now Jesus is talking about him. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse 12. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I'll get back to that verse. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Until John. And if you're willing to receive it, he is. Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He is Elijah who is to come as the Lord Jesus is talking here and he's saying it. Now, very important if you look at this, you see how Elijah in the Bible, how that he is a confronter of everything that is evil, everything that is wrong, he takes it on straight on on Mount Carmel out there in uh, the north of uh, the northern tribes of Israel towards the city of Haifa today, close to the city of Megiddo in the valley of the Armageddon. But Elijah plays no games. John the Baptist is exactly the same. He plays no games. He takes them on head on and he decrees repentance and he He preaches the baptism of repentance, that men would be baptized and would repent of their evil and then baptize whatever sins they're in. But the reason I've got this one verse here, chapter 11, verse 12, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven, this is used interchangeably, this expression kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God by the same author of the book of Matthew, he uses both expressions in this particular book of the Bible. Here he refers to the kingdom of heaven. And he says it suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. It's a verse in the Bible which has always kind of troubled me. If I look at the Greek text, which is straight in front of me, and if I look at the various, um, as he talk, talks about Basileia Uranon, which is the kingdom of heaven, this is Greek, and he says, And uh, when, he, when, he, when he speaks this, he constructs here in the Bible a very difficult, tricky Greek construct. Very tricky. And this one kept me busy and burning the midnight oil. Then here in front of me, This is the Spirit-filled Life Bible, and here in front of me is the Bible that's sold the most in the world. It's mainly used by the Southern Baptist Church. There are thousands. I've got a very good relationship with them. I preach to them and for them out there in the city of Waco, Texas, and a beautiful place, beautiful people. They were there, and they use the NIV translation. And uh, these two translations both make mention of this specific verse. Now, I have to imperatively talk about that and tell you and then take you forward. Because I promised you that tonight will be a night of breakthroughs. So, if I look at this uh, in, in these Bibles, both of them comment on this fact. It says here in the, the uh, 11th verse, 12th verse, The kingdom of of God, in this translation, which is the NIV translation, he says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, now watch this, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. And forceful men lay hold of it. Now, when I read this many years ago already, I caught this thing. And I thought, hey, wait a minute now, you know, because you, I know the King James translation. So here it is, that this one based on the goodrich kullenberger list, this one on the Strong's list as reference, and uh, the bold list that upon which these scriptures are laid out. But here is the, the, the thing. Listen again. Both translations comment on this. Both say, and more commentaries say, this is a tricky sentence. I saw that when I look at the Greek right here in front of me. The, 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 the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and violent, the violent take it by force. It's all to do with the verb Yeah. It has to do, it's very important this, it has to do with the active or a passive verse. If you translate it passive, the kingdom of heaven is suffering violence, and they're reversing. But if you take it in the passive tense, in the verb, the moment it goes into the active tense shall i say it becomes the kingdom of god that is advancing the key lies in john the baptist in his confrontational style he is proclaiming the kingdom of god he's preaching the kingdom of god from the days of john the baptist now jesus makes commentary on him and then he uses this particular statement in the context of john the baptist and then speaks about him as a great prophet and all of that. And then we look at the NIV translation, and it says that the kingdom of God has been forcefully advancing. This can be translated both ways, active or passive. If you take the active verse as in the NIV, I believe this is the key. Because if you look at the context, the, the context unlocks it for you. And it says here, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. The kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men, in the passive uh, verb that you have here, it is, it is an advance of the kingdom. It's not a retreat. We don't retreat. We Go forward in 2023. We're not going through the year like this. And we're not going to suffer violence. In fact, the word suffer is not even in the original root. I've read it to you. You don't find the word for suffer. It's not there. It is just simply stating the kingdom of God is advancing. And forceful men take it by force. We're going on with the kingdom of God we are got to preach Jesus and Him crucified. Will you stand to your feet and give Jesus, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, a praise offering that's worthy of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Shout hallelujah! Come on! <laughs> Woo. That's right. It's exactly what it is. Now, If you look at how it's translated, I have absolutely no problem comparing the various Greek words, the context, the kingdom of God has been advancing over 2,000 years. We are here tonight, and we are part of the advancing kingdom of God. Very interesting here, In the NIV Bible, it says these words where it says, forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. Forcefully advancing, forceful men lay hold of it. Now, the moment I say forceful men, it speaks of a type of character, of a a type of person that's not going to take no for an answer. We're not going to take no for an answer from nothing this year. We're moving with Jesus. Give Him another praise offering. (laughs) Amen. Amen. A forceful man, Beatzitai, in the Greek. It's interesting if you go into that, you analyze that. It literally says people that just, they just disarm, destroy, and disassemble whatever the devil has done they go in there and they say, Devil, I have had enough. This is it. We're rising up. We're the kingdom of God. We're rising up. We're not gonna take no for an answer. We are more than conquerors. We are accepted in the beloved. Jesus Christ is Lord of our life. Shout hallelujah. Now, I wanna take something quite different for a moment. And this is written in, might as well quote it for you, 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7. 1 and 7. Now, Paul in verse 6 says, Therefore I remind you that you stir up the gift of God that is within you by the laying on of my hands. Literally fan into flame the power of the Spirit on the inside. You need the Holy Spirit to advance. Now you say, you know what? The kingdom of of God is advancing. More beautifully put it today. The kingdom of God is not this building. The kingdom of God is sitting right here in front of me. We're all part of the kingdom of God. You are the members of the kingdom of God. Can you say amen? Give the Lord a thank (laughs) offering. Hallelujah. And there's a certain attitude, a certain mentality that is needed to make it work. Now, what is that? For God... Has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, and of power, and of a sound mind. Is that right? Okay. You can check it out in your Bibles. It's fine. God's not giving you a spirit of fear. Everybody say, God's not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Do you believe that? Okay. Let's take it again. God's not given us a spirit of fear. Right. The word fear, I put the spotlight on it. The word fear is the Greek word, Greek word which is really not, I don't find it in many occurrences, if you call computer strikes in, this, in the program. If you look at the frequency of that word, it's, it's really a word not much used. A spirit of fear. What does it mean then? It means the spirit of a coward. Let me say it in Afrikaans to get a double barrel. Die geus van a love heart. Die Dicheus van iemand wat wegart loopt voor alke dung wat moontlik to come wegheart wordt van. Let me take that in English. A kind of a person that gets into a battle, he what wanna run away. He's just going to, he's just, I, 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 I'm just running away. Oh, you know, Pastor Harold, I don't want to know about that. I'm not part of this wall. I, I tell you, Pastor Harold, is it safe to come out here? Do you think I can come out? Amen. Amen. Turin, is it safe here by the country? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the era. Shout hallelujah. Stand up and praise God in this place. Shout hallelujah. Come on. Yes. You know. In the Afrikaans language, there are a couple of very creative words. You talk about a bangruk. <laughs> How do I translate that in Tatu? It means uh, a scary pants. <laughs> so if your pants become scary, it goes like that. <laughs> so you know, Buzz Harold, you say you want. A 1,000 more church members immediately, apart from all of us here. How many of you helped me to get another 1,000 people into the church this year? Come on, give the Lord a praise offering. Shout hallelujah. Oh no, but Pastor Harold, you know, you know, uh, 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 the church is really a little bit far from my house. I think I'll just, you know, maybe you don't really need me and... Uh, I'll just be like Gideon, I'll hide behind the curtain. Maybe nobody's gonna see me if I do this. God has not called a bunch of cowards. I say God has not called a bunch of cowards. How many of you say, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Again, stand up and praise God for that. Shout hallelujah. And say, Lord, I am not a coward. I'm not a coward. I'm not a coward. I've not got the spirit of a coward. Come on. If anybody is a, a coward, or if there are many cowards in this place, Greek word is delea, like dahlia, but just delea, just in another way. Uh, if we're a bunch of cowards, we're not going to go nowhere this year. It'll be safe to just stay on the church grounds. Might run out of food, though. Amen? But we're not a bunch of cowards. We. Have the spirit of love for the lost of power to do what God tells us to do. Miraculous ability straight in the face of Satan. Power and authority. And of a sound mind. Which really means a mind. If you look at that there in the Greek, it really means when the mind is fixed on God, and organized and controlled. Cowards look over their shoulders all the time. I'm walking here in the dark. I wonder if there's perhaps a spook down the road. No, it's quite. What about if somebody jumps out there? Now wait a minute! I'll just go around here. I won't go there, and then I go past here very quickly, and I just check it like that, and I'm off you're not a coward. I said, you're a hero. I said, you're a righteous warrior. I said, you're a righteous warrior. I said, you're a righteous warriors of righteousness. If you're a warrior of righteousness, stand up and say it to the Lord. Declare it to God. Shout hallelujah. Amen. I really apologize if you're a first visitor here at Little Falls. We don't have seat belts, unfortunately. And so, just hold on to the other one next to you. When they stand up, you just stand up. Nobody will know it. If you praise God, you look normal. Now, having said that, How then, will you advance? Will you advance as a coward at the workplace? Advance as a coward in your business? Advance as a coward when you have to start at university for a new course? And you're already doubting whether you're even going to be able to get through that thing? You're going to advance as a coward when you have to make a financial move, perhaps, and say, Lord, I know you said I have a spirit of faith. You cannot advance in cowardry. Cowards run away. Can you say amen? Amen. You're not cowards. You have the Spirit of God. Greater is He who's in you than He who's in this world. You have the mind of Christ. Listen, your sufficiency is of God. You're well able to do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The just shall live by faith. How many of you could say amen to that one? By the way, you are loved. You're very loved. The Lord loves you, and we love you. i am got a team of pastors, and we all love you. So feel warm here in the house of the Lord, because the Holy Spirit is here. Can you say amen? amen. The kingdom of God is advancing, forcefully advancing, and a type of man Is a forceful man that says, I'm not going to take no this year. I'm going to succeed. My plans will succeed. I will prosper. I will be in health, even as my soul prospers. I'm not going to be like this. Oh, you know what now goes on in this ESCOM debacle? Switch on the news. Oh, it's really bad out there now at the moment. Oh, really? Change to another channel. No, it's really bad. Go back to the first channel. My faith has never been in the words, in the words, my faith, I repeat, has never been in the words of any politician. Never. Nowhere. My faith has been in the word of God. The kingdom of God that advances we are part of the kingdom of God. And from everlasting to everlasting, we're the people of God. Can you say amen? amen. Do you agree with that, Pastor Tians? Welcome. Good night. Well, good evening to you. I should say not good night. <laughs> I'm busy preaching. Don't worry about it, Tians. Amen. Now I want to take you a little bit forward on this one. Because this whole deal depends on one thing if it's going to work for you this year, if it's not going to work for you this year. This week is a week in which we will present the families before the Lord. We're going to pray for everybody for a breakthrough tonight. We're going to minister to the people, and I believe that God will bless you with breakthrough power instantly. I mean, like, when you say the word Jesus, that it will be instantly like that. You will not walk out here as a coward. You'll never forget the word about a coward. 2 Timothy 1, verse 6 and verse 7. Okay. Now, from the Old Testament, in this Bible of mine, it's in the second column. There are 24 verses in chapter 22 of the book of Genesis. I will suffice with 19 verses, and from the 19 verses, I will extract. Let me go there in this particular Bible. In Genesis chapter 22, and it's that important that you see it because those of you who read the Bible in a year, you would have crossed, or you're there now, or whatever. And we have the story here of Abraham, and his faith is to be confirmed, and his obedience is to be confirmed, and his love for God, and his humility to God, his surrender to God, everything is going to get just right rightly attested. He was 100 years old. He had a son called Isaac. Sarah was 90 years. So if you wait 100 years before you get one son, now God says to him, now take your son, your only son, Isaac. Take him to the land of Moriah, to a place that I will show you, and I want you to offer him up as a burnt sacrifice. Put him on an altar and let light the fire on him. Slaughter him like you would slaughter a lamb. Do it. Now the Bible says Abraham saddled up his donkey and he took some servants with and he took Isaac with and there they went with some wood out there to the land of Moriah. We know the story and I'm not going to tell the whole story. It gets to the point where now this son, Isaac, is about to be sacrificed. And as Abraham lifts up the knife God calls from heaven and says, Abraham, Abraham, don't do that. And then at that moment in time, cutting the story short, he sees a lamb that is actually a ram. Those are called wild sheep, wild sheep that you find in Israel. And there's still some left in a farm. There's one farm still with them in Israel itself where they farm with them. So there's a ram of the wild sheep out there uh, in, uh, on Mount Moriah, and um, his horn is stuck there. The horns of the wild sheep is the actual Shafar. That is the Shafar. That horn has got a specific way that it, it does, you know, it does like, it's, it's long, but it makes like a turn like this. And that's the real Shafar that you have in the Bible. Now he sees the ram. Then he says, okay, the Lord has now provided Yahweh, God, Yireh, Yireh, which is the provider. So now, God is allowing him now to slaughter that lamb, and then God begins to speak up. And I want you to listen to these words, because this repeats through the Bible, through significant men of God. I found literally, I do know numerous places, countless places, where this kind of situation is repeated, In a different way, different circumstances, but the same principle hits home every time. Now, if we look then at verse 15 of 22, that's in Genesis chapter number 22. And in the 15th verse, then the angel of the Lord called Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, by myself, I have sworn, says the Lord, because you've done this thing and you've not withheld your son, your only son. Now, what happens now is, blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. Your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. By the way, how many of you of the seed of Abraham in this place? Please your hands quickly, quickly. Right? you will possess the gates of your enemies. If you pray and if you take up the authority of the believer and you bind and you loose, you pray your way through everything this year, you're on a winning road. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because, and I've got it marked with stars, I've got it emboldened, I've got it highlighted, I've got it underlined, I've got it everything. The reason why the blessing is released, here's your key. Because you have obeyed my voice. Everybody say obedience. obedience. Now we know that there's a certain mentality that is needed. Certainly not a spirit of a coward. Therefore we've got to be bold. We've got to be courageous. We've got to take up the full armor of God. We have to have a positive mindset. Not look at the world. They don't determine the outcome. God is in control of South Africa. Can you say amen? amen? Now, I'm not a politician at all, but I'm saying this, that God is in control of the land. But for you, I give you one word as your key to your blessing. And I'll be praying the night of blessing next, next week as next Sunday night, we present all the families before God. Every family, they appear before the Lord and then the blessing comes upon them. We bless them. And we send them into the year. But here is, this is the score. Where he says, because, because, here's the reason why. You're going to multiply. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be prosperous. You're going to expand. You're going to have children like the sand of the sea. It's going to be like the stars in the heaven. I will be with you. I will protect you. I will provide for you. Why? Because of one single word in the Bible. Obedience. Right there. So number one, the kingdom advances and we are the kingdom people. The kingdom of God is not a building. Jesus said, they will not say the kingdom is here, it's there, but the kingdom is with you and shall be within you. How many of you have been saved in this place, born again? Raise your hands right now. The kingdom of God is within you. You're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Now with that being said, that's the first thing. The second thing is, the mentality of a hero faces the future with no complaining, no moaning, no complaining, no, everybody say, I won't complain. Anybody say, everybody say, I won't murmur. Let's try this in Afrikaans. We mix it. Ek muni murmur die Nidi jaar I mustn't murmur. Not the whole year. Give Jesus a praise offering. Amen. God is looking clearly in the Bible for this kind of thing. We are the seed of Abraham, not a bunch of cowards. We're the seed of Abraham. We're overcomers. We're the seed of Abraham. We have have authority and power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy. We're the seed of Abraham. We're going forward and not backward. We're the head and not the tail. Can you say, we're going up, we're going to a new level of spirituality, closer to God, particularly this coming week. We are close to God and we're moving forward and the Lord is our helper. You know, they say in the courts, they say these words, so help me God. In our case, we know He helps us. Is that right? How many of you believe the Lord is helping you? How many of you encouraged already? The challenge is one simple thing. If you diligently, diligently heed these words of the Lord, which the Lord has given you, and obey that which I have commanded you in my statutes, my precepts, my commandments, I will take sickness and disease, Exodus 15, 26, from the midst of you. None of the plagues of Egypt will be upon you, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am your healer. Your body has been created to be healthy. My body has never been created to walk around. Not like that. Say hallelujah. Just say hallelujah or something. Give the Lord a praise offering. Amen. Might as well say Amen. Because either you're walking around like this or you're walking around, blessed be the name of the Lord. This is the year of 2023. I am a soldier of the living God. God is for me, nothing can be against me. I shall prevail over my enemies. I am an overcomer. I've got authority and power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy. Shout hallelujah. Stand your feet. Give the Lord a praise offering. Shout hallelujah. Uh That's right. Give the Lord a praise offering. That's right. That's right. You may take your seats as I say this to you. Take this book. Take one word out of this book as a Christian. That's the word obedience. And see how God will bless you in this year. Simply you read the word, you pray, you obey. You follow the Holy Spirit, you pray, you obey. Again, you follow the Holy Spirit, you pray, obey. And you will have a God-blessed 2023. Now, coming to breakthroughs. In the context of what I've just explained to you, it becomes, to me personally, a philosophy of life it's a philosophy of life. My focus is on Jesus. Listen to what the Lord is saying. Do what he tells you to do. I'm not interested in any negatives. I live this life, I mind my own business, I pray every day, and you can do the same, I'm saying that you can copy this. Pray every day, and then I pray wherever it's possible at all, And it is quite possible with me and Mort. We pray together. Then we pray over the family. We pray for the church. We pray for the pastors. We pray for all of you. And then we got the prayer shield in motion. And then we pray for the people, their protection, their favor, and their advancement. And their lives to have quality lives as Christians. It's what the church is all about. And we want you as a pastoral team to succeed in this year. I really want that. But I'm asking one thing. If there's one word I can elevate right to the top of the scale, to there, is a word called obedience. How do I attain to obedience? Just a quick question. When I pray, particularly if you're praying in tongues, you receive power all the time. The power comes on the inside of you. And when you've been praying in tongues, and particularly if you worship God, you listen to gospel music, you're worshiping the Lord, you're singing in the presence of the Lord, you, you, you know, you're just involved with God's kingdom, with the house of God, you're involved, you're connected up, you've got many friends like you around you. When you do this, the presence of God comes upon you. Your problems turn into your solutions. You help other people that are hapless. They don't know where they're going. And God will take you and put you over every problem. You and your household, your children, everyone is with you, will be blessed, and you will prosper, you will be in health, even as your soul prospers. You need the help of the Holy Spirit to help you in terms of any form of, of, of temptation, of any form of weakness, of any form of, of a threat. Just begin to pray. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. The moment you pray, God changes everything. We are pushing back the darkness. And I'm saying this, it's not far-fetched to say, you take these people here tonight, it's a lot of people here. We will have more than 1,000 people for sure. If everybody just brought one person next week. this is okay, we can open up there. We've even got a back wall, we can do some things. And like I said this morning, we'll open up the Lapa and put some speakers in there, and they can have a break while they watch and listen to the church. Amen. But that's after the Daniel fast. (laughs) How many of you love Jesus? Where's the band? Hey, Lion of Judah, that was a good song. Don't you think so? Now I just smell revival in this place. And tonight I'm saying I'm going to let this band loose. And I'm going to step down. And I'm going to move down here. The pastors can help me pray. I normally let them go in a string after me. And they put their hand on my shoulder and the hand on the next shoulder and the next shoulder. They come in and string after me because of the impartation of the Holy Spirit to them. Amen. I make them do that because I know there's a flow. I can feel the flow of the Holy Spirit all the time going backwards to them also. So they get the blessing and then they pray with me in the front. We go up and down. We pray for you, all of you. Well, Pastor Harold, you know you are a man of nearly 76. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I could say a lot of things about that, but praise the Era. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. In Him we live and we move and we have our being. Amen. Can you say Amen? amen. He's the light of my life, amen. He is my stronghold, He's my fortress, He's my rock. In Him do I trust, not in anything else. Jesus is Lord. Give the Lord a praise offering. Amen. Anybody has a demon, it will go. Can okay, you say amen? Oh, Mr. Harold, I'm so scared of spooks. Come and read your Bible. Lo, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and of all of the power of the enemy. What things ever you bind on earth shall be bound in the heavens. What you loose on earth shall be loose in the heavens. That's what that book says. That's the holy book. It tells me that. It tells you that. The moment you understand your authority, there you go. Everybody wants a breakthrough, but before you come to me, first and foremost, decide what you want. Don't talk to me in the row. Don't hold on to me. Don't grab. One night over there, there was a lady when the power of God hit her. She grabbed me. And, you know, ladies get very dangerous nails. And I just felt <laughs> down my arm. There, over there at the back. Don't hold on to me. Don't dig those nails into my hand. Amen. I'll have the pastors go and give you, perhaps, in cold water, another baptism there and just get the thing sorted out. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Your sufficiency is of God. You have the mind of Christ. You have the spirit of faith. You're not a coward. Think about a coward. You're not one. Do you know cowards? People that run away. Lame in the knee. Watery knees. Scared of everything. Even their own shadow. You're not one. Decide tonight. Take up your authority. Take up the armor of God and now think of what you're wanting for a breakthrough because I'm going fast I'm going like this all the time I'm going fast when I pray for you the power of God's released immediately normally even in advance of when I'm going I find people over there already affected and I'm going in that direction so I'll get to you I'll pray for you and then after that you make room for anybody else and after that you may go in the peace of the Lord and tomorrow I mean Sunday excuse me next Sunday night you bring your whole family. And you've got that extra person because you're going to help me. Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You'll be my witnesses. He did not say, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, you'll be my witnesses. He said, you. Everybody say, me. How many of you are cowards? I can pray for you. How many of you are bold as a lion? Let me see now. How many got faith? How many of you know there are people going to hell eternal? How many of you can say, how many of you believe it's possible to bring a thousand people x-ray to this place? No question about it. We all work together. We all work together. More than I do it, you do it. Every opportunity, pray about it. God will put the words in your mouth. Anything you want a breakthrough for, come to the front and I'll pray for you. The band takes over and I'm going to say now goodbye because after that, people will be going home. And uh, I will not after that again speak to the people apart from praying for you because it's very important that you get a touch from God. Listen, even if you want God to use you to pray for the sick, cast out devils, authority, power, financial breakthrough, marriage breakthrough, children breakthrough, financial Whatever it is in your purse, in your business, you want a breakthrough? This is it. Maybe you say, Lord, I just want wisdom. I just I just need wisdom. That's all I want, just wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom, and I will have what I need. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefoulsonline.com.